Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. So my name is Ashley and I wanted to do a podcast because I've done the YouTube channel thing before. I've deleted it. I've gone through so many crazy phases. Like I, I'm just a very impulsive person. Um, I feel like this is kind of also a happy medium. Like it's just still me talking, but I don't have to do the whole video setup thing. I don't have to worry about carving out a certain time in my day. I don't have to worry about daylight and stuff like that. And I don't know, I just like the idea of me just talking because sometimes, you know, you just need to let it out and I feel like this is a good outlet. So I want to be talking about a variety of topics. I'm a college student, so I do want to do some videos on that, like especially advice for a college freshman because I've made so many mistakes as a college freshman and I really don't want people to go through that. So I do want to do a video on that. But for this, I'm sorry, I just realized I said video a million times. These are podcasts. I'm going to have to get used to that. But yeah, my friends always tell me that I should, you know, do a YouTube channel. But I just think that there's so much negativity on that website and just drama. And I don't want to be on that platform. I don't think like, I mean, I watch YouTube videos, but I don't want to be creating on there. There's just a lot of sad, really low energy people on there who are commenting and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. I'm not saying I'll never make a YouTube channel, but... There's just no reason for me to bring toxic toxicity. How do you even say that word? Toxid toxicity? Girl, I don't even know. But there's no need for me to bring that into my life, you know? So I thought that this would just be chill. I also like the idea of how there's no video so that you can just listen to this while you're getting ready or while you're doing your I'm sorry, while you're doing your makeup is basically the same thing as getting ready while you're driving. Just something chill that you can do in between activities. So yeah, I just like the idea of it. So today's video, today's segment, I don't even know what you call it. I'm going to be talking about boys and I just really want to be stripped down about it. Like, I feel like I could talk about this topic for hours, but sometimes on Snapchat, people can't watch me for very long. Like they have things to do on their phone or they just have other priorities. Like they can't just watch me. Um, so again, that brings me back to I like the podcast because if you want to come back to it, you can definitely come back to it with Snapchat. It disappears, so I don't really like that part of it, but yeah. Anyways, so yeah, today's going to be about boys, and I just kind of want to talk about things that I've learned or kind of advice, I guess you could say, or just, yeah, words of caution, stuff like that. Everything I say comes from love, you guys. Also, if you're not a straight female and you don't talk to boys, obviously you would substitute it with female, whatever. I mean, everybody, like I meant to say anybody can be trash. So some of these principles can apply to women. I mean, let's be real here. We can all be guilty of it, but sometimes men really do try it. So anyways, let me get started. So there's some things about like messaging etiquette that boys should be aware of and I think that they are aware of and so if a boy here are the things only hits you up on snapchat at random or at night he probably has other hoes or he's not serious about you or he's just looking for that one thing so the reason I say the snapchat thing this one's not so obvious to a lot of people because snapchat is just so modern day like everyone just uses it blah 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 but if he only takes the time to comment on your story, whatever is on it, if he only takes the time to send really quick things like WYD, it's clear that he's putting in very little effort into any sort of conversation and is usually just trying to get to the point of the matter. Um, 
and it's just very low effort, like I said, especially, this is especially true if they already have your number and they just never text you, it's just always through Snapchat. It's just because probably if there's so many numbers to remember and stuff like that, if he's talking to multiple people, then that gets confusing and who knows if he has the number saved or not, so then that's even more confusing. Snapchat, all the hoes are in one place, so it's much easier for him and it's just all at like one collective app. And it's just basically, you know, the holy grail for them. So I wouldn't trust an avid Snapchatter, especially if he's always posting stuff on his story like, what's everyone doing? Hit me up for the moves, blah, 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 blah. And only ever commenting on your story and saying WYD clearly. Uh, There is no substance to the relationship. So um, if you are like really liking some guy who only snapchats you I would take like a harder look at it not saying that it's hopeless like who knows like I mean there could be some sort of reason that he likes snapchat more people guys will always be like oh I like snapchat because it's quicker or whatever it's just always some excuse but like come to find out that he's actually a player in the end next thing is at random so I've had guys like for example I just got off a winter break and nobody talked to me during winter break as in guys And then as soon as winter break was over, it's like they come back just because school's starting back up again, or they come back because now they're not around their family or whatever the situation is. So now they just want to pop back up. A guy who's really interested in you will always be making the effort to talk to you like winter break, not a winter break. Even if he's like the busiest guy in the world, he will always be like texting you at least, not even at least like weekly. So if he doesn't text you for three weeks and then one day is like, what's up or what are you doing? Or even some guys are even more charismatic about it are like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to you in so long. I've been so overwhelmed, blah, blah, blah. How are you doing though? Like I've missed you. It's such a front. No one is that busy for several weeks on end and then just pops back into your life. Clearly, maybe something ended with another girl or... I don't know, he finally came to his senses about you or he just like needs some, you know, of the good good. But it's usually always a scam, not even going to lie to you guys. Um, Sorry, hold on. I just got a message. Who is it? Oh, it was my hairstylist. Oh my God, I love the picture he just sent me. Sorry about that. Yeah, so random pictures sorry, not random pictures, random Snapchats, messages, whatever it is, um, is usually a bad sign. Next is at night. This is pretty obvious. Like if you are not busy all day to the point where you can only text at night. Um, today I had an extremely busy day. Like I only had time to go to the gym this morning and then I had three classes in a row. Then I had my hair appointment directly after. Then I had three meetings Then I went grocery shopping with a friend. And even with all of that, I had time for something like during my hair appointment I had time to like play on my phone for like four hours you know if someone has meetings when you go to the bathroom you can look at your phone and take the time to text someone who's important to you you know it's just like I don't know I just think that the night thing is so typical um this goes for like nine o'clock ten o'clock eleven o'clock but especially if it's after midnight girl you really need to like evaluate the situation because you might be getting played like especially I would say at night is probably the worst one um but they're all pretty bad 
if it's a combination of all of them, sis, like, uh, girl, something is going wrong. Um, next is something a little bit different. Um, this is about when you're, like, hanging out with a guy and stuff like that and you think that something's budding and whatever. First of all, I will say, if nothing is verbalized, you can't assume and then be mad because personally, like, I've had situations where I'm still trying to feel out how I feel about a guy and I've hung out with him, like, once or twice or whatever and maybe we kiss, like, I just, I need to see if there's a spark and I don't feel a spark, but just because I kissed the guy doesn't mean that something's there, just because, you know, just because I went out with him doesn't mean that, oh, like, I think that there's so much potential and this is going somewhere big and whatever. So, ladies, just because a guy goes out with you a couple times and kisses you and all this stuff and maybe buys you food once, that is not a ticket to, like, wow, we're together and, like, great, like, this is turning into something. If you don't, if you don't have that label, like, nothing is set in stone. That goes with men, women, like, it doesn't even matter. Um, because seriously, communication is so important. I'm a communications major. How can you think that something is established when it hasn't been established? Um, assuming is the worst thing you could do for your heart. And it's so easy to fix too, because if you start thinking like, okay, I'm starting to catch feelings. Like I'm thinking that this is growing into something. You need to crush your pride and just go right up and be like, Hey, I'm starting to like you. Like, is this going where I think it's going? Like, are you even interested in having a relationship? These are the important questions, but instead y'all just want to be like in la la land or maybe you have these conversations and then he charms your ear off and is just like, oh, it's not what I'm looking for right now. Um, I got my heart broken like 500 years ago, but I'm still sad about it and I'm still messed up about it. I'm just not ready. It's just excuses. Like if you want a relationship and he doesn't, but you're willing to stick around to see if it's going to happen, you're going to waste your time. So anyways, that brings me to my next point is that girls will sometimes know that the guy doesn't want a relationship or whatever. Maybe they haven't even talked about it, but she's treating him like he's her boyfriend. You should not be going the extra mile for anybody that isn't your partner. Like you can offer so much, like you could give your all to somebody else who actually would reciprocate and would do the same for you. And would label, put a label on you guys and flaunt you proudly and all this stuff. But you're choosing to give it to someone who just expects it and doesn't really appreciate it and doesn't claim you. That is just sad. You should not be buying gifts. Oh my gosh, you should not be buying gifts for someone that's not your man. You should, in my opinion, okay, listen. This is a touchy subject because I know how people get about sex and whatever. Like, trust me, trust me on this that I'm not judging you, not judging anyone, girl, if you only knew. But, well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to make myself sound crazy. But, like, I'm just saying I'm not judging. But when you allow a guy to hit it, you are basically, like, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a relationship privilege, but it kind of is. Like, that's something that is special whether you think it's whether you think sex is special or not you know some people think that it's the most casual thing ever but let's be real like at its core like that's a very vulnerable state to be with somebody and so if they get that if they get your affection and they get your time then what else could they get they have everything already and then meanwhile they get to chill without a label and they're getting everything in return it's like 
you know what it is? It's like if someone is, let's say I paid my car payments, but someone's paying them for me. If I never have to pay for the car payment, then I'm never going to realize it's worth. Did that even make sense? Girl, I don't even know what that analogy was. Sorry, I don't know if you heard me burp. That's the thing about podcasts. Like, is that allowed? Anyways, you should not be giving people who aren't your boyfriend boyfriend privileges. They're going to get too comfortable. You should never let somebody get too comfortable with your heart. I mean, you're just going to end up heartbroken, honestly. But... Again, like you guys need to trust your intuition and your gut. Like if you think somebody is genuine, then who am I to say crap about it? Because I don't know you. I don't know the situation. I don't know the guy. I don't know, you know, all this stuff. But I mean, I'm just speaking from experience. Like I really thought somebody would evolve and wake up and realize my worth. But then they really don't because you've given them, them everything. They will realize once you walk away. It may take them a while, but they will. And hopefully by then you'll be over it. But next is what you allow to happen is what is going to continue to happen. So let's say you're like giving him all these boyfriend perks. Like, I don't know, you buy him some new shoes for his, I don't know, for his birthday. I don't know why you would buy him new shoes, but whatever. You surprise him in new shoes or something. Or you give him a ride downtown or whatever. And you're also having sex and you're also going out all the time and whatever. But at the same time, you're like, hey, like, I want a commitment from you. Like, I have no problem, like, continuing how we're doing. But, like, I need you to show me something. I need blah, 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 blah. Okay, you're saying that, but you're not taking anything away from them. And they're never going to learn their lesson. It's like a child with a toy. You can yell at a child all day for scribbling on the walls. But if you don't punish them, if you don't have any backing to what you're saying, then it's just going to continue. And I know people have their views on spanking and this is, you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? But like my parents would not spank me frequently throughout my childhood, but I knew if I really messed around, if I really pushed my luck, like it would happen and it would if I was really being a badass little kid. So when I know that threat is hanging and it's a real threat, then I'm going to be intimidated and I'm going to stop and I'm going to do what they say. You know, I'm going to comply if that's what I want, of course, you know. Well, okay, I, you know what I mean? I'm trying to tie it in, but it's different because we're talking about children and adults, so it's like a weird analogy. But um, but let's say you're a parent and you never spank and you keep threatening that you're going to spank your kid. Eventually, your kid's going to, you know, be smarter. Their brain's going to evolve and they're going to be like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to hit me. You always say it, but you never do. So anyways, same thing until you walk away, like they're not going to learn. So yeah, what you tolerate is what you're going to get. Next is a completely different subject. Broken men are not cute. So I'm a Venus and Pisces. If you guys are into astrology, basically it just means that I'm a very like rose colored lenses type of person when it comes to love. Like I view everything so romantic, so dreamy. I'm, I'm very illusioned, very, um, delusional in love too so basically um before I'm not really like this anymore I used to think that guys who had issues were kind of cute I'm not talking about major issues but like I always was like oh this is I can help him through this and I don't want to say I thought I could change them because I always realized that you can never change somebody but I always thought like maybe we could grow together maybe we can maybe I can help him through this hard time I don't know I just kind of um, 
thought that it was romantic in a way. But it's not cute because if a person doesn't want to help themselves, then it's just not going to happen. This is true for, like, addiction. This is true for, you know, um, like, trigger warning, like, eating disorders or, like, people with depression or, um, you know, stuff like that. Just, like, if people don't want to go to therapy or if people don't want to better their lives by getting a job or getting a car or, you know, taking great opportunities for themselves, then it's just not going to happen. And you may be, like... Angelina Jolie dating like a bum and the bum still isn't going to change unless he wants to this drive comes from within so um there are guys who have you know their issues and have you know emotional traumas that they have to deal with from their childhood or you know maybe not their childhood but whatever but they are still functioning and they still want better for themselves and they're growing and you know everyone goes through stuff and a lot of people are productive members of society Um, but then there are those who like to pity themselves and just not do anything with their lives. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sit here like I'm on some sort of throne, like you need to do better. Like, I don't really know anything about that. And, you know, God willing, like I never have to go through something like so traumatic. But all I know is, is that many people suffer with stuff. Like many people go through horrible, horrible things. Like, for example, Malala, and she has completely transformed her life and has done so many amazing things for the world and, like, has won so many awards and is prospering and doing great things after the circumstances that she's come from. And some people can't even imagine, like, going through a life like that. And then there are people in the U.S. who some would argue are, like, very privileged. I mean, you know, you can't really compare struggles. It's very problematic to do that. But at the same time, it's like you do have to do that sometimes to kind of humble yourself. Um, Anyways, that was like a completely different kind of rant. But yeah, I'm just basically saying uh, you have to notice those red flags of those people who aren't doing things for themselves. And when you're talking to people, you need to be asking those questions like, what do you see for your future? Like, not only with us, you know, if you're talking romantically... Well, I assume you are. That's what this topic is about. But like for yourself. Um, another thing is if they're just talking about like you guys, you guys, you guys. Okay, but like what are you doing for yourself? And if you see us so long term, if you think we're so in love and stuff, like how are you going to support us if we ever live together or if we ever marry or stuff like that? Because the truth is relationships, you're either going to break up or get married. So what's the tea? Like if you get married... There needs to be an income. Like, these are questions that need to be answered. So, yeah, um, it's just something when I was younger, I never really thought to ask about the future because I was in high school at the time when I was in my first relationship and I was a senior in high school and I just, I knew that I was going to college, but I guess I didn't, I didn't think to ask those questions about the guy I was dating before. And it turned out to be the biggest problem and demise of the relationship because on we're on two different life paths and that's fine obviously like someone you meet in high school probably isn't going to be your end game anyways um but that relationship taught me the biggest lesson which is that now that I'm older like that's a really big component of relationship that I need to be addressing like what are you doing with your future um I mean I'm not I'm not like going to law school or anything crazy even though I've thought about it once or twice not gonna lie not going to law school or anything crazy, but I am doing things for my future to put myself in a position for a career. And I'm not, I know not everyone has that luxury, but then if someone 
I, I, I don't even know. I don't even want to get into that because I was going to say if someone has harsher circumstances, blah, 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 blah. But like, I, I'm not even going to get into it. So anyways, yeah, just saying um, if you're older, even if you're in high school, I would say, you know, don't learn the lesson the hard way. I would say just heed my advice, but I know y'all probably won't. But heed my advice and just make sure that you're asking questions about the future um, in terms of ambition and stuff like that. If that's something that's important to you, it should be. All right, so next is focus on yourself to attract what you want. So a lot of girls are always like, why am I always getting heartbroken? Like, why am I always sad? Why do boys always like hurt me and stuff like that? And it's just annoying because it's like, you're clearly like, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like, you're clearly not taking the alone time to focus on yourself and grow yourself. You're not doing any self-evolution. So you're just attracting the same energy. You're just recycling the same bad energy. Let's say you just broke up with an ex. You're still carrying that baggage and that dead weight and that toxic energy. So if you don't deal with that healthily, if you don't address those feelings, if you don't experience those emotions and stuff like that and heal and focus on yourself and grow physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally especially, and all this stuff, then you are going to stay in the exact same place. You know, I used to think that running was the answer and I wasn't, well, I was kind of running in bad ways, but also good ways. Like I lost almost 40 pounds. Um, I got on this spiritual journey. I've been reading more. I've been very, I've been so much more productive. I joined this organization. I've just been great. But also like I haven't really, until recently, I hadn't cried about my relationship. I hadn't acknowledged the importance it was to me and stuff like that. Um, I never actually healed, I think, and stuff like that. So that was a big part as to why like I wasn't meeting anyone of quality. Like I've been meeting all these guys, but they're all terrible. So I'm like, okay, something's wrong. Like my ener- like I've been doing really good, but my energy is not where it needs to be. I need you need to align yourself to attract the guy you want. You can't be a bum and attract like a Bill Gates. You need to you don't even have to have Bill Gates money. You just need to be in that mindset. You need to be in that grind. Like, do you think I'm trying to think I always make the Obama analogy but now I don't know how to say it but Barack and Obama wait what Barack and Obama Barack and Michelle met when they were at similar places and had the same drive and the same goals and they worked with each other to build themselves up like they they went up the ladder together some people will stop you while you're on the ladder and just hold you there and you're stagnant and some people will even bring you down which freaking sucks because then you have to start all over when you're alone you get to climb that ladder by yourself you get to control it you get control over everything that you're doing but once a person is added a person is uncontrollable that's the one thing about it people seem to think that they can control people people are unpredictable you don't know what tomorrow brings. You don't know if tomorrow some girl will show up and the guy will dip. Or you don't know if tomorrow, like, somebody will literally leave this planet. Or you don't know if tomorrow, you know, it's just there's a multitude of things. So you have to rely on yourself the most over anyone or, like, your family or your really closest friends to boost you up. Anyways, focusing on yourself alone time is so important. There's so many lessons you need to learn. And 
you would you should want to be better if you want some sort of great guy who treats you well and is a gentleman and does all this and that then you don't want to be you don't want to be the way you are right now and you shouldn't you shouldn't just be so I don't want to say greedy but yeah you shouldn't be so greedy to just want him handed to you right after you got out of a relationship just because you got out of a relationship doesn't mean like okay congrats you got out of that now here's another reward I mean some people somehow find these rebounds so quick but I honestly think they're forcing it because I know the universe isn't just planting this person in front of you. You must learn lessons before you meet your soulmate. You must learn those lessons before that person is introduced into your life. And of course, there's like certain uh, exceptions. People are going to be like, oh, I got a relationship two weeks later. I met the love of my life. I Honestly, I don't, I don't know how to explain that. I'm not like God. You know, I don't know everything. It's 11-11. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I just really wanted to emphasize that. I guess I should probably end it soon since it's like 11 11. I don't know. I work tomorrow and I do need to get ready for bed. But yeah, you guys, I just really hope that this was helpful and you like learned something or something. How many times did I say that? Um, but yeah, I'm bringing you guys positive vibes, loving energy. I feel like I sounded really monotone during this, but I'll probably listen back and be like, okay, it wasn't that bad. But, okay, so have a good day, night, afternoon. I really don't know what time it is where you are. And I will catch you guys in my next podcast. Bye.